Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know, it's always funny is when you see those shots of, like, the chicks and they're, like, in the bikinis, but they have, like, the six-inch heels. Yeah. And you're like, really? that's real life. <laughs> that's how shit really happens. And it's like, uh, I'm watching, I'm, <laughs> going to go to the beach. Oh, I got to get my heels and walk in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> or go lay out by the pool. In my heels. There's always heels. Yeah, there's always heels. Heels are always present. I'm going to go work out in heels. Yeah. <laughs> Six-inch heels. <laughs> uh, I need to do some housework. i got to do the dishes in, in heels. heels. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's some dude in the background starting a slow clap. Just, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> heels were important. The heels is what brings the whole outfit together. <laughs> As a matter of fact, just take everything off and keep the heels on, <laughs> and uh, we'll be fine. I don't know what it is about heels. I think it's because it puts their fucking ass like on a, like it's elevated. <laughs> it puts the ass on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> Put the pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that shot with her with the oversized um, chest pieces. Yeah. It's like, really? <laughs> no heels, though. Some of the pictures are funny, but she's still hotter than shit. Yeah. Glasses. Glasses. <laughs> Saving. <laughs> <laughs> Wallpaper. <laughs> glasses. Glasses. Saving. <laughs> Skating. Skating. <laughs> Ah, it's everywhere. It's like a murder scene. It's like I'm watching fucking Castle. Arizona, Adam, the what the fuck, Riley. That's just what the fuck indeed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or Adam, beast mode! Beast mode! Oh, better yet, Adam, skate, 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 Riley. <laughs> some days, some days. <laughs> some days, yeah. You, you, have, you, have different, uh, you have different nicknames on the wall, and you just pick one each day. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, really. Exactly. I just throw a dot at the wall from... <laughs> Oh, I guess that's the nickname today. <laughs> skate, skate. Oh, okay, I'll go with. Uh, I'll actually go with skate, skate today. Skate, skate. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, uh, for those of you that uh, are are wondering why the podcast coming out on Tuesday, because uh, that's how it. That's how we roll. Yeah. Don't fucking worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Really. You just be lucky. We came out and gave you one this week. No, I had. I had a. <laughs> I had something to do Sunday night. So. <laughs> Adam was basically being a bitch, and uh, yeah. 
being so. a bitch trying to fix someone's computer so they can do their final. So Adam was helping somebody not being a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, he was performing a sub- public service. So basically, I got off of work and then went to someone's house and started working again. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> since I did exactly what I do at work. <laughs> And not get paid for it. <laughs> and of course, I made sure I reminded him of that every 15 minutes. You know, I'm working for no money right now. Where's that pizza at? Exactly. <laughs> and there was a pizza, and it was delicious. You know what? We could either get the pizza, or it's a strip club a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can get both, mix it up. Yeah, your treat. <laughs> your treat. <laughs> Your treat, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, one quick thing. Uh, I got probably one of the most awesome geek gifts for my girlfriend. Uh, she was... this. It was last week when uh, the Doctor Who Season 7 DVD box set was coming out. Because I don't buy that half first half, second half bullshit. I get the yeah, whole fuck fucking thing. And uh, I was all trying to make some money, BBC. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> you know they'll buy two. But I decided that I was going to just get the box set. And then I was going to get it. And then my girlfriend's like, well, you don't need to get it, right? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I've been – this is on my Amazon wish list. Yes, I need to get this. He was almost he, – he had his hand hovering over the we're about to break up button. What? <laughs> Actually, Watch my, your fucking mouth. My hand went up to where it's like ready to backhand because it's like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> it's like let's, let's let her finish her thought. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, because um, I recently got promoted at work and she was like – as a congratulatory gift, she wanted to get that for me. So I was like, oh, okay. So I lowered my hand and uh, you know, then, I, then it finally came. And when I got the box, I got the box set. So of course, you know, it was like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, but I got this for you too. And I was like, okay. Open it up, and it's these handmade Doctor Who dolls. And one of them is with Matt Smith with the fez. The other one is David Tennant. And then the the second one is another Tennant, but it's the one where he's wearing the um, pajamas when he first uh, appeared in Doctor Who. And, like, these are fucking legit. I'm going to take a I, – I posted a picture of the dolls and the box set on Instagram. And if you follow, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, you can see those. Or even our – I think I have it on Facebook. But I'll probably take better pictures because these things are fucking legit. Like, the coat that the doctor – the 10th doctor wears comes off. And it's all well stitched. It's little ribbons for the suspenders and the bow tie. It's just, it's really, really classy fucking work. So, um, and then on the next podcast too, I'll find the card so I can let you guys know to, if you guys actually, because she makes these things to order. Oh shit. Yeah. So, um, and and Heather knows her, is friends with her, so um, was like, so when are you gonna have these done? She wanted to get them for me. So it's. it's pretty fucking awesome so uh yeah so that was uh that's one of the things that i got i'm like oh man and like adam said mm, must be nice to have a girlfriend that has money see that's the fucking truth dude <laughs> yeah. um my and- wife my wife is a housewife if i can father's day come around she goes oh i'm gonna get you this great thing just can i have the debit card and then i'll go pick that up and i'm like why don't, you just, why don't you just be cool with me buying something for myself? Exactly. They give me some shit when I try to buy something. You know? <laughs> shit. I was going to get that for you. You mean you were going to take my cash and get it for me? You mean I was going to get that, that? See, that's the life of a father, too. Like Your kids are like, oh, I'm going to get you something for your birthday, Daddy. Can I have 20 bucks? What the fuck? <laughs> How about I keep the 20 bucks? Happy fucking birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I always encourage my children that um, they're – their mother and I really prefer when they make something because it's from the heart, <laughs> and it's cheap. and we already and we already have crayons and shit, yeah. <laughs> and and macaroni because you know it's always glue and macaroni. Exactly. <laughs> make me a macaroni pony. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and this I thought was funny because I actually saw this on CNN. CNN. You know they're stretching when they're talking about the government shutdown and they're bringing all these random facts and. uh they were saying that uh, sugar daddy sites traffic has increased <laughs> since the government shut down. 
And I'm like, really? Because all the older people you would expect to work in the government. So probably not a lot of them are still are getting paid. That's all the interns and the secretaries going, we can make some money up here. <laughs> yeah, no fucking problems. But they're, you know, they're like, uh, they're like, yeah, they, there's no solid statistic number, but most of the sites are saying that they usually, this is a slow time of year in traffic. And um, it started right around the government shutdown. So they're using, they're figuring, oh, correlation. Okay, we'll go with that. And what would make it a slow time of, like, <laughs> don't understand i mean they're back in school so you figure that would be a big time you know (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like oh man i got books to pay for i got oh shit i need a sugar daddy i remember way back in the day i don't know why i remember this but this girl i was trying to get at i was like come on baby i'm gonna take you out and she, where are you going to take me, Jack in a Box? I need a man who can pay for shit. I was like 17. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you can get cheese on it. <laughs> <laughs> and she slapped me. Wow, but, my friend, but my friends were like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. It's good times. It's good times. Good, times. good memories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... A uh, buddy of mine. Um, I thought I thought I had to fix it for work, but I guess it was for school. Um, he has a desktop that he. My friend is my friend's very smart, but not with computers. <laughs> I was gonna say, but mainly that? because he just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's not interested at all. So his computer's doing this like it's shutting itself down and all fucked up. All right. So I go over there. I did full hardware check. Hardware is fine. Did virus check. Had forty five viruses. Got rid of those. Um, what, what were they just like, uh, just malware or was there like, yeah, most of it was malware. I think he had two like legit viruses. Um, <laughs> guys stop watching at that porn. <laughs> that's right. Um, I told him he get off the porn sites. Man, what the fuck? He's like, I wasn't watching porn. I do that on the laptop. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I have to fix too, by the way. Um, so I had left, he lives kind of far away. So I left his house with it running the scans and I said, okay, when it's, when it's done, take a picture of what it says and send it to me so I can read the report. So he sends it, it shows all the shit and I'm like, okay, is it still doing the same thing? He's like, it's faster now, but it still crashes. And I'm like, okay, then you need to reinstall the OS. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, just bring it over and I'll, I'll put whatever on it. And he's like, he's like, okay, Try to get him on that Linux tip. That wasn't working. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll put Windows back on it for you. So <laughs> that is how this motherfucker just moved um, into a new house. And it's beautiful. Like three bedrooms, two baths, big open kitchen, pool in the back. This house is just his, too. He's like, he made sure he let me know that shit. He's like, you know whose name's on that, le- on that fucking mortgage payment? Me, motherfucker. That's who they- I said, all right. There's an upstairs, but it's just like a rec room with like half a kitchen and fucking this big open area to put like a media area or like a pool table or something. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker's living it up. So my bro gas comes in the house and all of a sudden I get like a look like whatever, you know, and he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't even think we can kick it anymore, dude. Like, (laughs) like a rich piece of shit up in this (laughs) (laughs) mother. No, but I I just thought it was funny because I got off of work just to go to work, which was funny to me but, you know knowing how to fix a computer is 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 much like being the only guy in a group that has a truck yeah and people are constantly gonna call you and be like hey uh i know you got that truck uh what you doing on thursday because i gotta move some shit <laughs> like damn man no gas money to it hey, mother- <laughs> you get a couple more dents that you didn't have before you know i said what you can do about these scratches i'm like hey my truck oh okay <laughs> See, what had happened was... <laughs> that was there when you came, shit. <laughs> you didn't see that? How did you not see that? <laughs> Shit's like a mile long. <laughs> uh, did you key my car? <laughs> it's I, like, I, well, I told you you pissed me off that night. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, more importantly, I got I got an invitation to the Hearthstone beta. <laughs> Closed beta, close beta Hearthstone blizzard's new um free to play well soon to be free to play um card based game it's like based on the world of warcraft world but it's a card based like battle game i played a little bit of it today 
because obviously I run Linux, so I have to get it to work first, right. and then <laughs> and then it's legit. It didn't really take me that much. Blizzard games are really easy to get to work in Linux, but it's it's dope. Like it's 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 um it's it's a simple game to figure out, but it's it's all about deck building too, and it's it's a dope game. Like when it comes out, it's going to be really popular. Dick, did you say deck building? I said deck building. Oh, deck building. Okay. Yeah, I know what's on your mind. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. So, yeah, um, people are envious. I, I said on Facebook, I got another Hearthstone beta, and people I've known for a long time are like, I hate you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know. Hope so, you and your family die. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to piss on your grave when you die. What the fuck? It's like, dude. Yeah. So, of course, that makes me tell everyone <laughs> way more. So send um, the angry emails, too. <laughs> That's right. At playing Hearthstone at Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm playing Hearthstone, not you at gmail.com. All one word. Wish, don't you wish you were playing Hearthstone like me at gofuckyourself.com? Uh, uh, at compuserve.net. At compuserve.net. <laughs> And then my last uh, window into my personal life. Um, We're so, digging so deep. <laughs> yeah. My, so I, I, I think I've said it three times already, and I'm not really meaning to, but um, I run Linux, obviously, for my my uh, my operating system. And I've and Steve knows I've gone back and forth, <laughs> you know. But now that I, I'm actually more knowledgeable of Linux, I, I stick with it because it's it just works. You know, it works for what I'm doing. And it's more fun, basically. But my wife has always hated Linux. And I always just get mad. I'm like, why do you hate it? All you use is Firefox, which is in Linux. Like, that's all you use. You right. know? And she's like, you know why I hate it? Because you always change shit. Every time I sit down, the fucking desktop's different. The way I have to do stuff is different. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> okay. So I, de- <laughs> I decided I was on a quest, right? Right. At the time, I was running um, a Linux uh, Linux distribution by the name of Fedora, uh, Fedora 19, which is like the free version of Red Hat, basically. No one knows what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> um, no one cares. The- yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um, Fedora is kind of a pain in the ass to use sometimes, and my wife doesn't didn't like it because she would try to do something and. Uh, I think she tried to play a game and the flash driver crashed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait. And I, I had to go to the command line to do something. She's like, nope. As soon as she sees me open the command line, she's like, nope, I ain't doing this. <laughs> so I went I went to Ubuntu. I was like, okay, Ubuntu is obviously for the balance of stability and ease of use is going to be the best, the best bet. And I've decided to not fuck with it, to just leave it and use it like a normal person and not try to tweak it and all types of shit like that. But I have two hard drives, so <laughs> I have the tweak what the fuck Linux on my smaller hard drive for me to tool with, and then Ubuntu on the big hard drive is the main thing, so fine. So now the entire family is it loves my computer, which is kind of positive and negative at the same time because right. <laughs> cause now everybody wants to use your shit. All up on my shit, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. But that was my story that my family is slowly – we have one computer in the house. We have two computers in the house, soon to have a third. And my computer runs Linux, but the other computer, my daughter's computer, runs Windows. And I'm slowly like – I think we need to make a change because <laughs> I'm sick and tired of this piece of shit. She's like, you're never in here. I'm like, I'm in here now. <laughs> And it bothers me. <laughs> well, but it's because she's like, my computer's running slow. And I'm like, okay. So I go in there and I fix it. She had, a, like, malware and silly shit. I'm like, da, da, da. Walk out. Week later, my computer's running slow. Same fucking malware. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you doing? She's, and I, she, all she does is her damn homework, YouTube, and fucking, um, that's it. Because she's not allowed to do anything else. Important. And I have ways of knowing. I look at the logs and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's doing. So she really doesn't do anything on her computer. So I'm like, you know what? Get Linux on this fucking computer if I have to come in again. If I have to come in again, I'm coming in with a CD. <laughs> and it's happening. She likes Linux, you know, but she, she, you know. I'm coming in with a CD. My greatest hits. 
<laughs> I'm coming in with a mixtape, bitch. <laughs> I should have been gone. <laughs> Do you really wanna hurt? <laughs> Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Never gonna... I rickrolled myself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really it. That my uh, my house is slowly becoming. It's gonna be all Android phones come January. It's just all Linux all across my house, and everybody can suck it. All Linux all the time. Well, I had someone come in. It was a uh, the nephew. He's been, he stays here a lot because he, I don't know, our house is better than his. I don't really know why. <laughs> so, but he's a, he's a cool kid. He doesn't he doesn't bug. You know, he's whatever. And um, although I did tell his mom today, hey, if your kid's gonna stay here like for weeks on end, you better fucking throw some money in for food. Like I ain't a damn halfway house for your kids. Uh, <laughs> so I, that's how I talk too. <laughs> okay. So um, he sits at my computer and. He's like, can I use the computer real quick? I said, yeah. And it was easy. Like, nothing was – but it was different. You know what I mean? And there's always that first, like, oh, what the fuck? And he's like, where is this? And he's like, oh, why is it over here? And he's like, I don't like this shit. And I'm like, then go the fuck home and use your computer. (laughs) In my fucking house. (laughs) You're in my house, in my room, on my computer. Those three things alone are telling me that nothing you say matters at all. (laughs) (laughs) So – you either enjoy the computer and use it or fuck off. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm about to tell you to fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> like I don't like Yo man, where's the porn at? <laughs> I'm about to control out delete that ass. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny if he comes in there. He's like all sweet kid and then he's just like, Yo man, where the porn at? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that- I know it's don't fuck with me. <laughs> How do you enable hidden folders in this motherfucker? <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time we uh, jump into some news. So in movie news, movie and television news this week, many of you probably know Adam and I were hardcore fans of the series community. However, after the dust-up between creator Dan Harmon and the touchy actor Chevy Chase, it led to the show's downfall in creativity and overall charm without Harmon at the helm. However, with Harmon back on board, it has led me to skip over the entire fourth season of the series and give it more of the Dallas treatment and consider the whole that season a dream. Although, I would like to see how Harmon is going to pull that off. It gets even more exciting to know that geek favorite actor Nathan Fillion will be guest starring in an upcoming episode of the fifth season. It will be the same episode that Breaking Bad favorite Jonathan Banks will come guesting as well. Quote, 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 when Annie, Allison Brie, and uh, Professor Hickey uh, Banks team up to navigate Greendale's corridors of power, they must contend with Bob Waite Fillion, the politically savvy head custodian, who's not afraid to get his hands dirty and is smart enough to wear rubber gloves. Um, I'm excited to see where this series gets back to its roots after the fourth season aberration. Unfortunately, we don't know when the premiere date for the season five is, but knowing how NBC is, it'll premiere when no one realizes it. Seven seasons and a movie! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Seven seasons and a movie is about right. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited that Nathan Fillion's going to be on it. I just, it's his kind of humor. I think it's it's just going to fit. It's going to fit perfectly in. So Nathan Fillion's just, he's just a swell guy, really. (laughs) You know, charming and good-looking fellow. My wife uses no homo. My wife uses. My wife watches uh, Castle religiously. And I, I've sat down with her and watched a few episodes. It's a good. It's a good show, but I'm I'm so over cop dramas. Like there's <laughs> so many of them. Oh you know? yeah. Um, but it's a good show. The chick is hot too. You know. Hmm. Moving on. No, what um, was it? What was it? Your wife said you only watch it because of her. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm watching it for Nathan Philly. <laughs> I was like, not like that. He's just, you know, he's so damn charming. I don't. <laughs> if there's anybody who can play anything, it'd be Nathan Philly. That's just my opinion. It's like Princess Leia. Fuck yeah. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we, we have we have our first official 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 official. 
we have our first official cancellation of the fall season already with ABC's Lucky Seven, which is <laughs> ironic that it's titled that. Yeah, um, show has, number seven. <laughs> yeah, the show has been canceled after only two aired episodes. Jesus. I don't know how many were recorded, but the, there's only two that were aired. Um, reports from Variety show a huge ratings drop from the first episode, which was 1.3 demo at 4.4 million viewers. I type that, have no idea what it means. I know what 4.4 <laughs> million viewers means. I have no idea what 1.3 demo means. 1.3 demo is the key demographic that they're looking for between 18 and 35. And okay, so that's about one... basically 1.8 million which is really, really low. So a lot of people watched it, but not the target audience? Right. Okay. Because um, that's the ones that they target the ads for. Oh, okay. Uh, now I get it. <laughs> um, to the second sh- episode, which was 0.7 demo <laughs> at 2.6 million viewers. Oh. Basically, no one's making any money off this show. <laughs> oh, um, God. Like which half is safe the to audience say. disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Which is safe to say a pretty telling sign the show isn't doing well. Uh, Lucky Seven followed another new show that's doing far better, Marvel's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and was one of four new shows for ABC with the Goldbergs and Trophy Wife rounding off the list. Based on the British show The Syndicate, The Syndicate, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Syndicate? Thank you. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Um, Lucky Seven was reviewed pretty poorly across the board for being one big cliche for the most part. To sum up the plot, a few Mini-Mart employees pull in for a lotto ticket, win the jackpot, then find out how money causes more problems than it fixes. More problems. More money, more problems. Like, we haven't watched that 500 fucking times. Yep. You know, it's just, why would you even try? If that doesn't sound like it was your cup of tea, then you won't have to worry about it anymore. If it sounds like something you would want to watch, then watch The Syndicate, which has already run for two series, or seasons, totaling 11 episodes. For the time being, Lucky Seven's former time slot will be filled with reruns of the following week's Scandal episode, which is a show that does very well. Um, the What kind of weirds me out is when stuff like this happens, it's like, who who decided this show was going to be good in the first place? Yeah. I could have sworn I saw a movie in the 80s that did the same fucking thing, too. But I don't I don't recall what it was called. Like, I, I it's one of those stories, you read the plot, and you're like, I've seen that before. Oh, Some, yeah. You know, like, I can't remember where, but I've seen it. It's because it's the same, like, oh, I have tons of money, all my problems are solved. Oh, wait. Money can't buy happiness. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yes, we get it. You know? Yeah. Money we... can't buy happiness, but I'll tell you what, I'll be a lot happier when my bills are fucking paid. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but if I throw a little more money at it, it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be gone. I don't I don't always find a TV series I like on Netflix, but when I do, I watch all six seasons in six days. Damn fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, moving on into gaming news. What makes my life interesting is seeing what is going on in and um, around the world. And all I care about is the extra hard difficulty that is being planned for the upcoming Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, That isn't to belittle all the things that are going on in the world. It just gives me a sense of hope that seems to be missing in the news from around the world. Producer uh, Guillaume Vogel said in a recent interview with Eurogamer that the new game will include an extra hard mode that will be available after the main game and when the new uh, game plus is complete. The mode will give players only one life and the abil- and, um, inability to save the game. What does that mean? It means you better not screw up, otherwise you'll be starting over. Uh, Vogel explains that it will add longevity to the game as, quote, the main narrative arc and side missions last about 12 hours, and then you have all the collectibles. To get 100% of that will take much, much longer. We have a new difficulty level. New Game Plus is coming back, and that's really difficult. And when you're done, there's I Am The Night mode, which is no saves and one life. Uh, we previously mentioned that they'll be, they'll be offering a season pass for the game, one of the bonus options will be the ability to play as Bruce Wayne before he becomes Batman. 
the game is set for release on October 25th, and this is one of those that I will be getting to. Um, I will be getting come day one. Yeah, so basically they added a Batman mode. Yeah, <laughs> basically because freaking it'd be, be at Batman Beast mode. Well, the cool thing about that is, is like it's gonna change the whole way you play. Oh, yeah. You're gonna play it more like you're actually doing it because you get like two hours in and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to die." Because if I die, that's it. You yeah. know. So you're gonna be up at t- up on top of a building looking down. What is the best way to attack instead of just jumping in like fucking <laughs> Rambo style? <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, because it's it's like the um, it takes away like the auto aim and all that stuff that you usually get with other games where it's just like you just run in without actually thinking about it. This way, you have to kind of think of Bruce Wayne. You know, like going, oh, well, if I do that, then I'll probably end up breaking my ankle and I'll lose part of my life and then another good shot and I'm dead. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool because it actually takes you back old school, remember? Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't get the respawn points back in the day. It, was, it wasn't just an interactive movie where you yeah. pe- press buttons that pop up. Yeah. No, you, you, some of the NES games are harder than fucking <laughs> – Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's some of those old ones like Kid Icarus. That I was like going, I'm like, fuck this, dude. I'd rather play Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) This game is, and it's not because the game isn't quality. It's just so So fucking difficult. (laughs) And there was no difficulty levels. No, it's like the difficulty level was turn on or turn off. Exactly. That was that was your two choices. That was Nintendo taking out their dick and slapping you in the face with it. It's just and it left a mark. I'll tell you how much. (laughs) And Kid Icarus was a dope game too. Yeah, that and Contra. I, beat, but those, I those... beat that game. I beat Kid Icarus back in the day. See, back in the day, you could say, hey, I beat Kid Icarus, and everybody would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, that and Contra were like hard, like hardcore games, but they fucking kicked your ass. And nowadays, it's like, hey, I beat I beat um, the new Call of Duty. It's like, oh, so you had a couple hours spare? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's like now it's it's not that you beat it. It's how long it took you to beat it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I played about in five hours. Uh, it's just like, oh, well, here's a cookie. Impressive. <laughs> anyway, um, firmware releases can be one of two things, exciting or boring. There really is not – there really is no in-between. Either you get something cool or you get bug fixes. Sony's <laughs> PlayStation 3 4.5 update or 4.50 4. <laughs> update is one of those cooler updates bringing some great features previously only enjoyed – by PlayStation Plus members to everyone. First and foremost is automation of downloads and updates. PlayStation Plus members are able to set their PlayStation 3 to updated software updates automatically, while all other users had to do it manually through the menu. This is a feature that should have been given to everyone, but there's no no use in complaining about a problem that doesn't exist anymore. Web store purchases will also be downloaded automatically when purchased. Instead of having to hit download. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, the PlayStation Vita and PlayStation 3 will now be able to transfer data between each other over Wi-Fi connection as well as Ethernet. Uh, this brings a new level of connectivity to the two devices that goes beyond gaming and makes the <laughs> PS Vita a more viable option for PS3 owners when wanting a portable gaming system. My favorite feature in this update is the privacy options added to trophies. Users will now be able to select which trophies can be seen by others and which can't. This is great for those of us with kids who may have gotten some trophies on your account for a less than stellar game. It was my kids that got all those Toy Story 3 trophies, guys. I swear. (laughs) I have so many Toy Story 3. And actually, that wasn't even on the PlayStation, but on my Xbox account, I've basically got every fucking achievement for Toy Story 3. (laughs) And I played the game probably 15 minutes myself. (laughs) And it's a good game, like <laughs> for a kid, you know. My kids have been balls deep in that damn game. Oh man! It, if you guys, uh, Adam and I, actually on our last edition of uh, the Lazy Ring of Death, I think it was podcast seven, we talked about uh, uh, that Adam was considering getting a handheld, and we were talking about the viability of a PlayStation Vita now as opposed to before. Uh, I think it was a really cool conversation that we had about why we're more interested now than we were back then. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back to the podcast and uh, check that one out. I think you you probably like what we have to say. Well, actually, I know you like what we have to say 
but you might actually you learn something. If you don't, then you a bitch. <laughs> you might Not actually something. learn something. <laughs> yeah, you to learn, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, moving into comic book news. Um, I'm always one for a well-placed joke, but when you're in the company of DC fans, you kind of need to mind the room. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Superman Teen Titans writer Scott Lo- um, Lobdell discovered that during a Superman panel uh, a couple weekends ago at the Las Vegas Comic Expo, uh, the writer responded to a question from the audience about his favorite series other than the one he writes for. Quote, oh, I got a text this morning that I got fired from Teen Titans, Lobdell said. And he did say that he would continue on as Superman ongoing writer, but didn't say when his final issue of Teen Titans would be. Well, after the news went viral, Lobdell clarified his comments by saying that I was only joking during the panel. He is still with the comic and was not fired from the book via text or otherwise. This is funny, but given the nature of DC's uh, DC Comics this year, the move wouldn't surprise anyone. Many comic websites ran the story and believed that the story was true, given that Lobdell is the only original writer on the same comic since the beginning of the New 52. Not to mention Teen Titans is the only title remaining of the group of Young Justice titles. Now, I think if he had made the joke in a in a better environment than it has been lately, most people would have laughed and it wouldn't have gone as viral as it did. However, since many writers have been removed from their various books within the first six months, people consider this a distinct possibility. Um, I guess next time you need to mind the room about when joking about being fired. Yeah. <laughs> Especially comic book fans. Like, what? Yeah. Like... Any anything that's like um, entertainment wise, yeah, and you're like a big part of it. Oh, if I what what what? Should change it, man. I'm scared. Yeah, you know, it's like you go, oh, it's fire. <laughs> yeah, right. They wouldn't fire you. But then when you have like you have writers leaving their comics before their first issue, you know, yeah. w- went to print. It's like, um, okay, hold me. I'm scared. <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> start freaking out. People start flipping <laughs> tables and shit. I'll go with full retard tonight. <laughs> Never go full retard. It happened. I went in Buffer Beyond the Call of Duty <laughs> to please that booty. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. As this Forever Evil event is lasting a lot longer than any of us expected, much like we have seen with Marvel, DC Comics has been going into the long tie-in series within the main series. On Friday, DC Comics announced Forever Evil Blight that begins this month and will run through March. The story will cross over between 18 issues of Justice League Doc, Constantine, Trinity of Sin, Pandora, and Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger. The fun begins this month with Justice League Doc number 24 that is slated for release on October 23rd. Forever Blight, Forever Evil Blight is set to introduce a new character named Blight. Oh, <laughs> who would have thunk it? I know, right? Um, which has been described by DC Editor-in-Chief Bob Harris as a physical manifestation of the, quote, significantly enhance, significantly enhance the level of evil in the universe. Ooh, shit. Satana, Constantine, Swamp Thing, Nightmare Nurse, Nightmare Nurse, <laughs> and the Trinity of Sin. Sometimes i just not even trying with these names. <laughs> DC's really bad, too. Like, some of the names are like, what? Um, Ghostly and... Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> like, who was drunk? Like, just... <laughs> And the Trinity of Sin, Pandora, Phantom Stranger, and The Question. The Question's badass. I love that character. Are all major players in the in the new story. According to comic book resources, they will be taking on the new threat presented by Blight. Of course, in traditional comic book fashion, DC promises that there will be major changes to the normality in all these books, in all those books, Affected by Forever Evil Blight, which usually means that they want to you to purchase all the books, pretty much. Um, so here's the full list. I'll read the list. Why not? Part 1, Justice League Dark number 24. Part 2, Justice League Dark number 25. Part 3, Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger, number 14. Part 4, Constantine, number 9. Part 5, Trinity of Sin, Pandora, number 6. Part 6, Justice League Dark 26. Part 7, Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger, 15. Part 8, Constantine, 10. Part 9, 
Trinity of Sin, Pandora, number seven. Part 10, Justice League Dark, 27. Part 11, Trinity of Sin, <laughs> The Phantom Stranger, 16. Part 12, Constantine, 11. Part 13, Trinity of Sin, Pandora, 8. Part 14, <laughs> Justice League Dark, 28. Part 15, Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger, 17. Part 16, Constantine, number 12. Part 14, Trinity of Sin, Pandora, number 9. And finally, part 18, Justice League Dark, number 29. Um, Doesn't seem like a good idea now, does it? <laughs> yeah, halfway through that, I was like, why am I reading this? Um, if you do... Go ahead. If you do want the full listing, um, you can definitely see this post that Steve wrote um, <laughs> on the Lazy Geeks. Just search for uh, Forever Evil Blight. And the full list is listed there for your viewing pleasure. If you don't want to keep, you know, pausing and listening to my voice. <laughs> and writing down each and every. Writing down, yeah. That'd be kind of, I shouldn't have read that is really what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was kind of useless. <laughs> a useless event, really. Um, so, you know, YOLO, really. Just, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag I don't YOLO. Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's just really... That's <laughs> really how you work it. As some somebody had asked me um, on the in the comment section on the site um, that you know oh this is this is going to be pretty cool. They're they're, ha- they're they like the whole mystical side of uh, DC, which is cool. I like it too. But he's like you know if if I get all of these, and I'm like you see <laughs> if I had that much expendable cash, I would get everyone. Yeah, but. Unfortunately, I got bills to pay. <laughs> I got food to eat. I got a girlfriend to take out. I got shit to do. So, you know, I, I only base – I really just get Constantine and Justice League Dark. And I had I got Justice League Dark since the beginning. But uh, – I'll get anything with the question in it. The question is dope. Like if any of you – a lot of people don't know who the question are. But if you don't know who the question are or is and you um and you read comic books – Definitely look up some shit with the questioning because he question the question books really f- take reality and flip them upside down. <laughs> like you're like, what <laughs> the fuck? So that's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I wasn't broke, I'd buy them all. You yeah. know, YOLO. But I'm not, I'm broke, so <laughs> I am currently broke. So, <laughs> and I I pretty much am always broke. So, <laughs> so that's not going to change. Really. <laughs> No, if you break if you break the two um, companies into categories, I always I always feel that DC handled um, magic a lot better than Marvel did. Yeah, in my opinion, you know, yeah. I think Marvel handles technology a lot better than DC does, though. Yeah, um, yeah, because even seems- Batman sometimes you're like, what the fuck? Like it's not explained, in, you know, in the older books. Yeah, but, and, and um, that's that's true because like you kind of read a little more of like current science in the Marvel universe. But yeah, as far as mist is, I, well, but then too, you know, you got to remember that what is it, fucking Doctor Strange, and um, I think it's just Doctor Strange. Oh, or the Mandarin, and there's not very many. No, there's, I mean, there's magic. There, but there's but see, not and a also, lot. And also now, nowadays, Marvel started to explain what previously was magic as technology or as an alien species or right. as something, and that's cool. That's the way it should be. I mean, we're we're modern people now. We're not. You know, it's not magic anymore. Right. You know, especially comic book nerds. But um, DC, like, they just—they've always—I just think they've always had a grasp on magic storytelling a lot better. And they're getting better with the technology thing too. I mean, I, Batman is very, very crazy now. Like, they—they they explain a lot of things, and um, even Superman books now are explaining things. And I think that's cool too. But Marvel, pretty much, even from the beginning. Every like Spider Man. Oh, I invented this with a da 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 da. da you know, right. you know what? You know, so they were MacGyvers yeah. back in the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, going into technology news. Uh, this is one of the biggest reasons against cloud as a business strategy. Adobe, in an effort to curb piracy of their popular creative suite software. Uh, that's what I get for putting two S's next to each other. Uh, focus their business model around cloud-based subscriptions, and they managed to be doing some decent business with it. However, reality came back to poke them a bit of a hole in their cloud bubble. Cyber attackers have made an intrusion and managed to make off with an untold number of Adobe IDs and passwords falling into the hands of hackers. That doesn't end there either. Adobe says... Um, 
certain information on 2.9 million customers may have been compromised, according to The Verge. Among some of the compromised information includes customers' names, encrypted credit slash debit card numbers, and expiration dates. Recently, source code from numerous Adobe products were stolen, and the company believes that the two attacks were related. Adobe doesn't believe that the hackers got any decrypted financial information, but they are quickly notifying customers whose credit or debit card information was involved. Those people will be eligible for one year of complimentary credit monitoring where available. Basically means if they have something close to you. Uh, Banks have already been notified and will be on alert while Adobe is working with law enforcement in their investigation. Adobe is in the process of resetting passwords for all impacted customers. This sort of thing isn't new, but hitting a big company like Adobe doesn't do well for their image. Their cloud-based subscription has always been under scrutiny, but this could turn people off more after the attack. We will see if they manage to locate the attackers before they strike again. Maybe Adobe shouldn't have switched to a fucking <laughs> subscription-based thing, and they wouldn't have this problem. Right. Like, that was so, oh, such a stupid move. I mean, when I first heard of that, I'm like, are you just – is someone sitting in, like, an office in a skyscraper somewhere, you know, in charge of Adobe going, hey, how can we completely fuck over everyone who uses our shit? Yeah. There's nothing cool about that Adobe subscription shit. It's it's a lot like the um, the Office, like Microsoft Office to go in subscription, but at least Microsoft allows you to buy right the non subscription base if you don't like it. You know, Adobe's yeah. like, no, fuck you, you get you have to buy it this way. All right, yeah. fuck fuck Adobe, dude. Yeah, they're too big now. Like they're like everyone needs our shit. They don't want our shit, so yeah. you're gonna buy it the way we want you to buy it. Fuck Adobe. <laughs> fuck a duck. Fuck a bitch. You know, I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just getting vulgar. You know. <laughs> Back in May, it was announced that Google's streaming music app, Google Play Music All Access, would be making its way to iOS in, quote, a couple of weeks. Hmm. Well, their view of the standard calendar was a little off, to say the least, since that never happened. Apple users have been able to access the Google service through third-party created apps, but the official app never happened. Like I said, never happened twice. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Engadget reports that the Google Music app will be seen on the App Store by the end of, the, of this month. Take that with a grain of salt, because still a couple of weeks since May, but that's what they say. Um, <laughs> word is that Google has been testing the iOS app internally. That, that Doesn't that sound kind of weird? Yeah. Google, Google <laughs> has been testing the iOS, iOS. app yeah. internally. How many motherfuckers got an iPhone internally <laughs> in Google? I'm just saying. Um, but it still isn't ready for normal release. Reports suggest the reason for the long delay was due to Apple's lack of flash support <laughs> on, <laughs> on their devices paired with some sort of DRM agreements. With music companies, I believe that. DRM rarely makes sense, folks. Just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nothing is truly free in this world, though, and Google Play Music All Access follows suit with a $7.99 a month price tag at launch to use the service. That's a discounted price for users that signed up before the end of June, though. If you decide to sign up now, you'll be spending the normal $9.99 a month after the free trial, of course. I think on the surface, it's... (laughs) See how I put Surface there? I did that on purpose. Like, because we're talking about Google and we're talking about Apple, so I was going to say Surface, Surface because it's Microsoft. Microsoft yeah, you know, I was just, see, I thought it was clever. <laughs> yeah, just, I thought it was clever. Yeah, I should have capitalized Surface. Um, <laughs> on the Surface, it's nice to see such fierce competitors joining together to provide customers with a new service, new to iOS users anyway. Don't get me wrong, it's all about making more money, but still, it's nice. Um, the Google Play streaming thing, I actually did the free, the free app, but I'm not into music enough to justify paying $10 a month for it. It is pretty cool. Like if you're really, really into internet radio, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I do store all my music on Google, Google Play though, Google Play music, like, and that doesn't cost anything. You do 20,000, up to 20,000 songs for free. Jesus. Put all your music on there. You know, it's pretty dope. And they don't ask questions. That's what I like about Google. Where'd you get this music from? Don't fucking worry about it. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the, 
I don't know. I, I, it's cool for iOS people, I guess. Um, I just think 999 is a little steep. Yeah. When you can get internet radio for free elsewhere. Especially now that iTunes has radio. Yeah, I know, right? And I don't think that costs anything. So, whatever. Good luck, Google. I, I think a lot of people on iOS aren't even going to get it just because it's made by Google. Yeah. You know, because the favoritism. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to blame iOS people because a lot of Google users wouldn't get something if it was an Apple product on, on Google either, you know. but That's not necessarily true. I think there's probably more people curious about iOS shit than iOS. Because there's, you know, with Android, it's it's not about loyalty because they, they know they're more curious as to, like, uh, see how idiotic this is. You yeah. Know? As opposed to, like, I'm not touching that. It's Google. Although they probably have been, they probably get a partial for Google Maps as opposed to Apple Maps. Yeah, why? Because it actually directs them to where they need to go. <laughs> exactly. My my fucking friend, dude, last night when he picked me up, we're driving to his spot for my house, and he he's like, "Let me map it real quick." And I go, "Do you want me to do it? Because you're driving." He's like, "On your Windows phone?" I'm like, "No, on Nokia Maps. Do you want me to do it? Nokia Maps, dope as shit." He's like, no, I got it. I have uh, – I just tell Siri to do it. I'm like, oh, God, this bitch is going to get us lost. <laughs> and and seriously, it made no sense whatsoever. And, and he lives in a, a new – it's like a new city basically. It's it's newer mm-hmm. and a lot – and new streets are being built every day. So I put the map on my phone and it, got, it told me exactly how to get there. Look at his punk-ass phone. We get like halfway down a road and it says – Siri goes, please pull over. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, you can no longer proceed by car because it didn't know the fucking road was built. <laughs> this bitch literally said, please pull over. I can I cannot direct you any further. Continue on foot. I'm like, wow. And I'm like, you know what's sad is some Apple users probably will be like, well, OK. <laughs> Even though I Siri, see the road right there, you know. Siri says, I guess I'll YOLO. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, real quick and I want to we'll tag this on because we're running really good on time um, HTML5 do you what do you feel about HTML5 right now do you know exactly how HTML5 works or have you just basically been like fuck it I don't care uh, mostly I've been just kind of like whatever dealing with it just okay you know so in in simplified terms HTML5 is is a is a technology which will allow web browsers to run like videos and stuff without needing plugins. So the right. Flash plugin will not be needed um, and other stuff like that. They're mainly focusing on Flash, which basically works for everything. So I think that that's an excellent idea. And I, I actually am on the YouTube. You can go on, the, on YouTube, go to Google and type YouTube HTML5 beta, and you can sign your account up for the HTML5 beta, and you'll watch it in HTML5. And it, it works very well. It works basically. You don't notice, which is the point. Um, I think it's great. And but the problem, I was saying, telling somebody, I'm like, yeah, HTML5 is the future, man. I mean, that's the way it is. Like, oh, then why do you hate on Apple? I'm like, I'm not hating on Apple for embracing HTML5. I'm hating on Apple for switching to HTML5 before everyone else did, because yeah. you're just screwing your customer base because no one is providing HTML5 content right now. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, derp, 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 you know. So uh, I just, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Because a lot of people don't know what HTML5 is. Yeah. They're like, well, it's it's flat. It's a flash replacement. Well, it's not. Well, kind of, but it's it's more yeah. than that. No, it's, it's, it's anti-flash. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's the polar opposite of flash. Which anything that replaces flash is a good thing. Yeah. Just remember that because flash is a bloated piece of shit that rarely gets updated. And crashes and if you're, all the time. If you're a Mac or a Linux user, it's even fucking worse because they really only care about Windows. Yeah. You know, and and fucking. Bleh. <laughs> All right. Well, as we do each and every week, we find the company or person or entity that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery, and they become the Lazy Geeks douchebag of the week. <laughs> this week's douchebag of the week, it's Comcast, and we'll tell you why. 
What always manages to strike me as humorous is the definition that some companies go through to keep their policies vague and convoluted. After the six-strike policy went live earlier, uh, many people thought it would be the end of the inter- of internet piracy. However, many companies have promised that they would not lose service if they were in the program. Comcast, one of the largest internet service providers in the United States, says that if you have not been warned about repeated piracy, you could lose your internet if you're caught for quote-unquote, repeated and egregious, in quote, uh, copyright infringement. So they claim that if you are warned, you won't lose your service, but if they see fit, you could lose it without even a warning. Comcast confirmed to Torrent Freak that they could terminate service to anyone if they feel is repeat, uh, repeat infringers under certain circumstances without a court order. Quote, 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 Termination is a requirement of the DC of the DMCA and applies to all ISPs, not just Comcast, as a consequence of repeated and egregious copyright infringement, a Comcast spokesperson told Torrent Freak. Comcast is correct in stating that the Internet providers have to act against repeated infringers. The DMCA requires ISPs to, quote, adopt and reasonably implement a policy that provides for the termination in appropriate circumstances of subscribers and account holders of the service provider system or network who are repeatedly who are repeat infringers. Repeat infringers infringers <laughs> is the phrase that keeps um, their ruling ambiguous. Everyone will see the phrase differently. AT&T previously stated that they would never terminate an account without a court order, claiming that only a court can determine what would be classified as a repeat infringer. Comcast assured Turrent Frank that termination of a customer's internet service is not part of the copyright alert system, but didn't deny that these notices can eventually lead to account terminations under the ISP's acceptable use policy. It is purposely done to leave certain phrases as ambiguous as possible. This will allow companies to interrupt their own policies um, any way they wish. This will allow um, them a legal maneuvering room to do as they please. It is never be- it is never in the benefit of the customer, but since Comcast is one of the biggest distributors of pirated content, that allows them to blur the line of conflict of interest. And it always strikes me as funny that, you know, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> you're, if you're in the system, you know, we, we won't cut you off, but we can, we don't have to warn you, and then we can still cut off your service. Yeah. Yeah. But what's funny too is that a lot of these big companies like Comcast, Time Warner, they own the content that gets downloaded. So it's kind of like it, it the fox is guarding the hen house kind of thing. Like I don't I don't see how that is not a conflict of interest. It's basically just a way for them to have absolute power. Yeah. You know, they they can ban you for whatever. And and the sad thing is too is that a lot of these there's a big stigma, like any torrent is illegal, which is blatantly wrong. I mean, torrents are just a, a great way to transfer files and not overload a, one particular server when everyone's downloading it from that server. Right. It's just peer sharing. Now, are torrents used to download illegal content? Of course they are. But so is fucking direct download from a server. So it's it's just – I've had friends that say, oh, yeah, I download um, – what is it? He he's a Linux user too, and he downloads Linux distributions all the fucking time. And he downloads from torrents because it's faster. And he got dinged, saying that he was um, illegal activity. Right. He's like, and he never he he's against it. He's Mister High and Fucking Mighty. He doesn't doesn't download illegal shit. So they have to be careful with that because you could have somebody doing something. Maybe they're playing a lot of online gaming, and there's concert constant transfers going, you know, in and out. If they don't, if they don't know how to logically and smartly see what's going on, they're just going to ban everybody. Yeah. All right. Fail. Exactly. All right. So really quickly, we have some site comments. Uh, only two this week. Uh, actually, uh, this one here is from Mthoms. Uh, Amazon announces new Kindle Fire. Uh, I think that Amazon needs to make tablets and new in new colors, maybe white or blue-green. What do you think? Um, maybe down the line, but right now, I don't really think it matters all that much because most of the times you have covers for them. And, you you know, most most people have a cover, so that kind of takes care of that. It's 
Yeah, it, like bl- black and white are the best colors because they'll match any case. Right. You know, and, so. Yeah, and, and you can always add your own color to it. I really don't think. I mean, it's not an iPod or you know a smartphone, and even sometimes smartphones in like weird, bizarre colors. You're going to have a case for it anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. Um, and a little bliss book on Nathan Fillion, a guest star on Community. Love him. I don't watch Community, but I might just have to for him. And that is the right response. That's right. Yeah. That is, Good job. Yeah, that is the definite right response. So, so you're living well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we head out, we want to remind you to check out our website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can find all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all our podcasting content, including In the Ink Comic Podcast, Lazy Ring of Death, and the Cinephile Podcast. Like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. You can follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word. You can follow me at TLG, Stephen Vargas, or Adam over there at TLG, Adam Riley. The Lazy Geeks team is provided by Kevin McLeod, so be sure to leave us a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, <gasps> a peace out. <laughs> Come on.